Welcome to Puritans Read, reading aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 14 of The Wiles of Satan. But to expose this wile, the wile Brother Spurstow is expounding on is the um, wile of delusions about doctrine. But to expose this while, let me again tell you wherein it differs from Scripture, and then let me show you the danger of it. First, it differs from Scripture in that the word Peter uses is approaches. And Paul says the ends of the world are coming. But the word Paul uses that allows them to express their opinion by can mean that it shall be upon them who are living, as Grotius says this year. The word in other places is used for things present, such as 1 Corinthians 3.22, all are yours, or things present in Romans 8.38. So, these false teachers said that the day of the Lord is upon us. Their drift was to bring the day of the Lord within such a small space as within a year or a few months. Second, the danger of it lay in what Satan might get by it. To show the harm this opinion might do, consider that Satan might aim at three things by it. It might occasion liberty in sin. Some might reason as they did in 1 Corinthians 15.32. Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we shall die. The rage of wicked and ungodly men might put them into excess of riot. Revelation 12.12, Satan himself hath great rage, knowing his time is but short. And so, wicked men, when they know their time is short and know that they have but a little space to take their fill of sin in, might be brought to a greater animosity against what was good and to a greater excess in all that was evil. It might work a great deal of consternation and dejection in weak Christians whom the very thoughts of so great and sad a day approaching might either with trembling, fear, or many jealousies overwhelm. The main end was to weaken the authority of Scripture, allow for but one lie in Scripture, and all its authority will fall to the ground. Let it be once entertained or taught by scripture or divine revelation that Christ shall come at such a time and that time proves to be false, then faith comes to be weakened. The delay of Christ's coming bred scoffing in some, Second Peter 3, 4, and made others say that there is either no resurrection or that it is past already. Thus Augustine, in his 80 epistles, writing to Hesychius, who was troubled in this way and was apt to think that the day of judgment might be at hand, advised him to beware how he leaned to such opinions, reproaches, and insults of enemies. Augustine warned him that many weak ones would be drawn by them from the Christian faith, and they would say, 
There was no more certainty in the thing itself than in the prediction that it should be so suddenly. Then he added, The doctrine of Christ's speedy coming is more desirable, but the mistake is more dangerous. So that the danger is that a man may call into question many other truths, as well as them which before he thought he believed. Therefore, let me speak to you who are Christians. Do not think those doctrines that seem to come near and be like the scripture may presently be entertained or hearkened to, but be sure that they come up to the scripture and are adequate to the rule. If not, they are in no wise to be hearkened unto. Oh, that we had in this the zeal and affection of our forefathers who contended for the truth so much that they would not lose an iota or tittle of it. The council of Nicaea would not gratify Arius to alter even a letter in words regarding Christ's divinity. He would grant Christ was of a like substance as God, but not the same substance. By the sound, he seemed to come near the truth. But as two men upon the top of two mountains seem so near they can shake hands, but must go a great way before they meet, so it is here. They seem near the truth in words, but were a great way off it. The Nestorians, in acknowledging the Virgin Mary, changed only a letter in the Greek word to describe her, but it made a wide difference in that she was called Christ-bearing rather than God-bearing. The Latin and Greek churches in the procession of the Holy Ghost differed only in a preposition. The Greek church would grant the Holy Ghost to proceed by the Son in the sense of through the Son, but not out of the Son. And so the Greek church added to the Nicene Creed. Truth must not be lost by things that come near it. If any doctrine does not come up to the scriptures, it must be rejected. If it goes beyond them, it is straw and stubble on the foundation. If it falls short, it is error also. Remember that corrupt opinions, like changelings, are many times laid in the place of the right child, which is truth. Oh, foolish Galatians, said the apostle, who hath bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. The metaphor was taken from those who use witchcraft and present false shapes to the eyes, as the witch of Endor did the likeness of Samuel to Saul. But remember, this is a wile of Satan, who himself did not abide in the truth. John 8.44 Labor to have the signature of all divine truths imprinted on your minds. Truth 
is the food of the soul. It is the spouse of the understanding by which it has issue. It is a part of that armor the apostle calls armor of light. Converse then much with God, the Father of lights, James 1, 17, with the word, which is a book of light, with the saints, the children of light, if you would escape this while. Device 10. When these things will not do, then, under pretense of lifting up the spirit and revelations, Satan labors to cry down the word of God and all the ordinary ministerial offices Christ has appointed in his church so that all doctrines and explications of scripture are dismissed and rejected. Our first reformers found a bitter conflict herein, for they no sooner had prevailed to restore the gospel and expel the darkness of popery in Germany and other parts, but straightway Satan sowed his tares. They called those who adhered to the scriptures literalists and thereby made the work of reformation odious as Eli's sons made the sacrifices of the Lord to be abhorred. As in superstitious times, he kept down the truth by superstition and pompous ceremonies. So, in times of reformation, by pretended revelations and teachings elevated above the word. The apostle aims at this when he says, in 2 Corinthians eleven fourteen, that Satan transforms himself into an angel of light. This delusion I speak of because in these times wherein Reformation has been much pretended, the world, by pretenses of revelations and impulses of the Spirit, has cast off the Word. This art he applies in two ways. First, some are mere pretenses when wicked and wretched miscreants purposefully and knowingly use this way as a pretense to color all their wickedness. Thus, Mohammed, to color his wickedness in the seducing the people, pretended the fits of the falling sickness he was troubled with to be certain ecstasies and ravishments at the appearance of the angel Gabriel and the dove picking the corn out of his ear to be the appearance of the Holy Ghost. And thus oftentimes, those who use such cursed pretenses come to be admired and esteemed, who otherwise would have been accounted as not. Second, Satan applies this subtlety by deluding the fancies of men with a concurrence of pride and self-admiration, so as to entertain thoughts that none know so much of God, nor have such secret communion with him as they, and that thereby they have sundry particulars above all the world revealed to them. Thus, some have magnified themselves in particulars, 
that have been revealed to them that have come to pass. Acosta, the Jesuit, tells us of one who was a very great scholar and who, through delusions and fancies, fell into such a conceit that he believed he had holiness given to him above angels and that he was the savior of the world in regard of efficacy and Christ only in regard of sufficiency, that he had the hypostatic union offered to him and that he refused it. Thus, Satan puffs men up with pride so that he may make them instruments of confusion and ruin to the church. Therefore, as an antidote against this, keep to the word. Second Peter one nineteen, you have a more sure word of prophecy. Notwithstanding all Satan's strategies to adulterate it by heretics, to destroy it by tyrants, to debase it by profane scoffing at it, yet hold to the word. If they speak not according to the word, it is because there is no light in them. That was episode 14 of The Wiles of Satan.